0: Hello, good people, and welcome to, this is episode two of season 16 of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Um, yes, I'm surprised I can remember it was episode two. Uh, I am Chris Shorten. With me is Paul Christoph. I was hoping you weren't going to say my name first. I do in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> with me is Jeffrey Chee. Hello. And with me is Carl Campbell. Hola. And we are, this is stop two on our journey down the east coast of the States. And this is a stop at Washington, D.C., which, I mean, we're saying Maryland, mostly because the beers we bought were from Maryland, but we didn't really stop outside of D.C. We did go to Arlington. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, which is technically, yeah, outside of the district. Yeah, yeah, so it's in, yeah Arlington's in Virginia.
1: Right.
0: Um, where we had, like, a shit ton of, what are they, crabs? Crabs. Yeah. Uh, much like my socks, which have crabs on them. Um, they, I, they started out of crabs
2: on them. They didn't catch crabs. So, yeah, I was going to ask what you guys got up to in oh you don't want in to in Virginia, know. Um, <laughs> but
0: I I, I, I think um, D C was one of those things where that you you kind of leave you kind of leave the uh, leave New York and New York is like you know you have everything untapped next door to everything else it's also untapped and then you get to somewhere like uh, get to D C and it's like we went. That you, you don't know whether it's going to be a similar thing because you know DC is uh, DC isn't um, New York, and then that you go to somewhere like the Whole Foods and you can get every beer you can possibly imagine is also on tap, uh, also in cans there. But we one of the things that we went to, and I feel like this is the main thing that we need to talk about in DC is a place called Church Key. And Church Key is one of those ones where, so um, talking, going back to our adventures at Brooklyn Brewery, when we chatted with the guy, um, the one thing, that he, um, the guy who was our tour guide, the one thing he said to us was, um, above everything else, you have to get to Church Key in D.C. And we all sort of, um, like, I personally was like, okay, okay. I didn't really realise what he was suggesting until we got there. Paul, how would you describe Church Key?
3: Well, it's interesting. So at first, there's it's actually it was like a wine bar restaurant sort of thing downstairs. So you walk in and you're like you go in there and you wonder what's going on. It's like, do you want church kids? Like, yeah. And like uh, upstairs, you go. It's really they're quite narrow, very poorly lit stairs, and you think this is not good if you've had a few drinks. And You get up there and it's yeah, it's really cool. It's just Look, very... it wasn't good when you had no drinks. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So um, a very long narrow space. Big windows at the front, and then it just yeah keeps going back for quite a while, and um, yeah, despite how busy it is, and despite all the um, seating, we managed to actually get the exact same and th- table both times both we visited. Time's right there. But um yeah, it's, it's a cool little it's a cool little venue. Um, I
0: guess uh, I guess for those uh, for those playing in Australia, which is let's be honest, most most people listen to this. Um, it how do we compare it? Uh, what
3: what is it similar to it's weird because it doesn't feel like a I guess you know you could say it's I don't know I don't
0: know right. um, because uh, basically it's it's a bar but it has a massive a massive um, bottle selection. and it also has a huge amount of taps yeah and they're all, and they're all, what was like 60, at least 60 taps or so. Yeah, but and no takeaway. No takeaway. But a lot of obscure sort of beers. Like what was the, what was the beer that you found there? The Dogfish?
3: Oh yeah, the Dogfish Head. So that was the um, the Worldwide Stout. But the uh, the 2013 Worldwide Stout. Yeah. Which was pretty amazing. And we also had the uh, Braxis from Perennial. Which mm-hmm. is one of my favourite stouts ever. They had the 2018 version of that, which is good. They had beers from you know, Aslan, Burley Oak, Untitled Art, Atlas, Oxbow, all kinds of um, all kinds of really good stuff. Yeah, Aslan is the
1: thing that I would have asked about with um, it's really the only thing I know that's near Washington, D.C. As a, mm-hmm. as a craft brewery, and I've had a couple of their beers and they've been super solid, really amazing beers. I had the gen generic, the triple IPA, and I gave
0: it four point four point five. Right. Well, um it's interesting to mention the Aslan because oh it was the the Aslan, sorry. Yeah. Um because that it was it was really odd in that obviously I'd had I'd had their and one of their beers at Church Key and then when I got to Beer Mash um when I'd got back, the first thing I look and then they had the exact same beer on at Beer Mash. <laughs> and and it was like um i it was like I'm looking at it it's like that looks really familiar. Where have I seen that before? And then it suddenly hit me, it's like,
3: oh shit, yes, I had had it in Washington. And of course there was the um the Hill Farmstead. There was the Arthur mm-hmm. that we had. Yes. And that was the one where they were like, oh, like if you have one beer on mm-hmm. this entire ridiculous list. You have to have the, Arthur. List, have the Arthur. If like if it's one you're considering. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, we got it and it was like, wow. But um it's it's one of those joyous, uh, joyous things
0: where
1: it's sort of like you, you look down the list and you don't
0: really know which one you need to choose, so you just want to drink them
1: all. Yeah, I, ju- I just jumped on the website and pulled up their bottle list, and it's twenty-nine pages long. Yeah,
3: what the? It's quite long. How do they fit all that shit there? Well, that, and that's the thing—you're there, and you're we'll by up.
2: inserting more pages, Chris. That's that's how it works. No, you work I'm, in publishing, I right? Mean, I mean, you know how, in, in the physical how do how menu. we make this book longer? <laughs> the there are too many words. Menu. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, let, let me help you edit your bottle list Yeah, that's right <laughs> You need to cull some bottles from this um, What's the, I mean, the yeah, problem I use air quotes in the US mm. Is that you look at the draft list And there's your 60, 80 taps And you want to basically drink them all They all seem amazing You're checking on tap mm. They're all rating over four you're like, yeah, cool And then you've got this multi-page bottle list And you're like jeez, we're only here for like a few beers and mm. other things to do. It's like yeah. I'd be happy for this to be the only craft beer venue we come to for a month. Uh, I, I was going <laughs> to say, this the way you do what we did when we were in Perth. We were like, oh,
1: let's go to the petition for a beer. And then we were there for six hours. Yeah. ah, oh, sweet, glorious petition.
0: Uh, it's very similar. To, uh, I, I think that's probably the closest comparison. Actually, you're probably um, right, yeah. Uh, to petition, uh like, petition in WA is... Pretty damn similar to Key in that respect.
3: it will be there on Saturday afternoon.
0: But, um, well, which I will have been there on Saturday afternoon. Which will be in the past slash future slash... Present uh, or... Uh, look, it depends. Uh, it's it depends hard to say. If it's created some sort of multiverse, it could be there and not yeah. there
2: simultaneously. No, it was skewed <laughs> off and ended end up in an alternate 1985. <laughs> Bloody
3: time crystals.
2: Stones. No, um,
3: Statue, Discovery.
0: Oh no nobody's saying that. Um what what's what, <laughs> <have> that? Shit. <laughs> but, uh, but it's a it's Avengers Endgame. It's yeah. all
1: endgame. Come on, show of hands around the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> say End Endgame's probably gonna win. Right.
0: so uh that's that's a typical normal for us. So Washington Washington is just one of those um places where, it, even for the fact, even so I mentioned earlier about um, um, eat, both eating crabs and um, uh, having crabs on my socks, but um, the uh, the crab place had an
2: amazing um, bottle selection. You know what else you can eat near Churchgate? There's a restaurant across the road called The Pig where you can get half a pig's head that just comes with like a knife stuck into it.
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Didn't they used to do that, at Josie Bone? They did. Yeah. They did used
2: to do a Josie Bone. Yeah. yeah, you and I did
0: that years ago, actually. Uh, and Mister um, and Hidden Guest Ben did that uh,
3: years and, ago. And of course, there was the um, the Whole Foods that we went to, mm. which had a ridiculously good craft beer selection, which I mentioned at the start of epi- the episode, um,
0: where we got the Flaming Lips, yes,
3: um, a beer, which dog, was another Dogfish Head, uh, which, unsurprisingly, there's a lot of Dogfish Head beers available in.
0: That part of the world. Actually, just going off on a tangent slightly. Sorry. Uh, no, it's probably more of a normal. What do we think about the Sam Adams and
3: Dogfish Head merger? Yeah, it's good. I don't see this being that big an issue. You need to be bigger to compete with yeah. them. Yeah. And they're still independent.
1: Yeah, no, they don't really have that. Like, the, the sort of things both the breweries <laughs> are doing are very. Yeah, they complement each other. Yeah, they're complementing. Yeah, Sam Adams makes
2: a good stock beer. Yeah, and Dogfish Head do do all the crazy, crazy shit. shit. Yeah,
3: but of course, you could argue that you know, sixty minute and ninety minute and one twenty minute are stock beers. Well, certainly yeah. the
2: sixty and yeah, the sixty is definitely you know sort of everywhere. Yeah, yeah,
0: but which is uh, hell? I mean, that was actually the one
3: that I had at um, the, um, the Crab Place. I don't know what I had because clearly what came out was not what I ordered <laughs> but it was tasting nice so I still so I continued to drink it that that was the place where you pretty much um you, well, you well, my beer didn't come out so all everyone's drinks and wine beers and wines came out and then I was like yeah. yeah so she's like oh so sorry and then she brought out a beer that was not the beer I ordered but it was on draft so I didn't know what it was but it was like I'll keep drinking this because it's quite tasty but yeah the, I'm just happy to have a beer there, there were definitely no complaints there
0: uh, no, D, uh, D, DC, DC had a lot to offer. I mean, I'll admit the one thing that was a bit disappointing f- through all of, like, that there, there were no random places selling craft beer when we walked through any of the, um, like, any of the National Monument. Um, no, no, uh, there was nothing at the um, um, FDR thing. There was nothing at the Lincoln Memorial. It just seemed wrong to me.
3: No, no craft beer about at the Capitol? No. I mean, senators like craft beer, right?
0: right? I mean, there was an excellent thing about pretty much I mean, just... They must be doing something when they're not senatoring, which is most of the time. But I, I would like to think so. I'm, uh, And maybe... Well,
2: they're probably not there, is the thing. When they're not senatoring, they're not in DC. Like, yeah. Yeah. DC hotel prices swing massively. It'll basically cost you nothing. And then when it's in session, it's just absurdly expensive.
3: Yeah, well, that was like that... Remember um, the lift that we got? Hmm. And it came and It was like that massive SUV. that Fit like ten people, and it was
0: oh, yeah. almost
3: Hummer-like, and it had the tinted windows and stuff. Well, like, this feels like some Secret Service shit. And the guys are like, oh yeah. Normally he just exclusively drives around like politicians and celebrities and stuff, but because no one was in town, he just made himself a you know, Uber XL. I'd say I'm sure it wasn't a bunch of dudes doing like humathlon
2: or something like that. <laughs> uh, that could be us. Oh, it's going to be a thing. Yeah. It's already been planned, but I just haven't told you yet. Okay. Uh, I'm, ha- really I'm very it. happy with all of it. That. Yeah, that's right. I've told you now. <laughs> <laughs> on air. Consider yourself told. I
0: not know. Jeff, um, you, you've been to DC. I have. Um, uh, uh, is this all still fitting with what you can remember from there?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I remembered when you mentioned church. I remember, yeah, that's like opposite the place where I had the pig's <peaks laughs> head, right? So like, yeah, DC is awesome. It's a super underrated um, part of the US just because like, everyone just goes, um, you know, it's the, it's the nation's capital. It must be boring, but it's actually not. Like it's really cool. Like it's really I mean, nice.
3: All the monuments are really cool. Yep,
2: Church Key's great. Like there's a place called um, Iron Horse, which is more like right in the middle of town, which is really cool as well. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, plenty of craft beer places to go to uh, as well. You know. So
3: yeah, where else have we got craft beer was that? Um, that speaking of pigs heads, and um, that butcher slash restaurant. Oh yeah. So there's this place um, that had all the um, the Goose Island fancy beers, the the and stuff. The yeah, track. but it had. Unfortunately, no takeaway because they had a. We went in there because we just said, "Oh, they've got craft beer and their food's supposed to be pretty good," and it was. So it's a one of those butchers. They kind of got their own farm, and then they do the butchering on site, and then they've got the restaurant next door. Yep. So really good. There's amazing. Um, there's amazing. Like um, nice Italian subs, mm. meatball subs, and cheese and meat board, really good. But their um, wine and their beer selection was insane. Again, with these ridiculous um, bottles and. On draft, it was like yeah, Aslan and all those kind of brews, and all available in tasters. We well, didn't actually primarily come here for the beer, but but all no, right, that's what again, we're doing. As as happens in the US, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, this restaurant has a better craft beer selection than most craft beer places in this country.
0: It it, it is nice that um you can we can tick off that um in both uh, like pretty much everywhere we've gone so far. or in in this journey at least. Like everyone just had good beer and it was normal. Um, I I don't think that will always be the case, but um, for this trip, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the thing. I mean, there's just so many. There's like there's like five thousand breweries, or like, and this is this is an old number, like in the US, right? That's that's even for that many people, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know take out a 5,000 good brewers that's still plenty and so you know I, yeah that's the thing you, you never really struggle I mean I think you know we talked about Josie Bones earlier, when Josie Bones first opened like it was one of the first like you know restaurants in Melbourne to really like have a beer menu as well as a wine menu it sort of signaled when we change over from you go to restaurants to say I have a beer and then no follow up questions to I'll have a beer <laughs> is not enough information to be able to like you know give you something so you know it's great but uh, yeah, it doesn't. End. It uh, it's a situation where it doesn't. Uh, the I'll
0: have a beer doesn't end with. Um, well, we've got craft, which is Cooper's Green. Um. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
3: would not you like a uh, Bogs? That's a oh, craft offering. Right. Now, isn't it a Crownie. crownie. Uh, it'd it's be like fancy a fancy. beer. Oh, all right, yeah. Mr. Fancy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, on that note, I think we should move on. and Drink our first beer. And we are back. And we're on to our first beer. And it is from the from Duclau Brewing Company in Baltimore, Maryland. And it, it's the patri- pastriarchy. A creme brulee brown ale. Uh crush the pastriarch. Crush the pastriarchy. Um, it is the
2: eighth edition eight. Or eat it's it. It's probably tasty. <laughs> uh, not tasty. Um, not like dust. Dust is not tasty. <laughs> Not a fan of eating dust. <laughs> Won't do it.
0: So, um, this is a brown ale with creme brulee coffee beans. Um, it'll keep us all up.
3: Um, have, has anyone have a, had a sip? So, well, this was... Well, interestingly, though, this was not purchased anywhere near where it's from. <laughs> it was purchased at Hop City in Birmingham, Alabama. That's right, yeah, before we got the train. So, as we've now... Um, as we discovered travelling through the States, the one issue with wanting to bring beers back is one, you eventually go to New York, you buy a few beers, and then you're like, okay, I've got a lot of glass now. I probably don't want to be having too many more glass beers in my suitcase. I'll only buy cans. Of course, a lot of the really good beers, the limited ones you want, are in big bottles, bottles which you don't want. So, okay, I'll stick to cans. Fine individual cans are generally your normal releases. It's like, yeah, I want to bring beers back from the States. Don't just want to bring back, you know, 18 IPAs or you want to bring back something a bit interesting. So that's that's a challenge, finding something that's interesting and in cans and then also available individually. As we learned when we bought the, we bought an Interborough four-pack and the other half four-pack from last week. Which we carried a lot around. We carried a lot around. And you're like, well, we've got these beers. We only really want to bring one back to Australia because our suitcases are getting full, but we've got three other beers, but we don't want to sit around drinking them at the Airbnbs because when we're in these cities, we've got limited time, we want to go out and explore. You'll discover a great craft beer place, but it's in the middle of the day when you're walking around. You're like, well, I don't want to carry around all this stuff with me. You can understand how complex it gets. Yes, especially when you're trying to get at least two beers from each state. So um yeah, there was a bit of so we went to this place, Hop City, which is amazing. We actually found um found it in Atlanta. Mm. And then it turns out they had one in Birmingham in Alabama as well. And we went there and that's actually where we stocked up on a few of the beers that we had not managed to acquire earlier on. And um yeah, luckily luckily enough, we'd not actually had any of these beers when we're in DC, but yeah, lucky to find two. Mm. It really sounded interesting on the shelves mm. and available individually. And we'll get to the second one after this point. But what do we think about the first one?
1: I'm warming it up currently just because I think it'll open up a bit. It's super caramelly on first taste. Mm. Supposedly mm. it's, well, if it's mm. a creme brulee, I assume I'm going to get mm. like some sort of custody oh. kind of note. Well vanilla or so
0: so I'm doing a bit of bingo here. Um so I'm ticking off all the words that you say before I um confirm whether they're on, on the description. Yep. So we have dive into a creamy, velvety, medium bodied brown ale led by notes of caramel and custard, and anchored by deep chocolate. I don't know what deep chocolate is. Espresso and toasted brown sugar. It's balanced decadence sip after sp- swoon worthy sip. God, there's
3: a lot going on there. So interestingly, that's number eight of their um mm. Brewery's pastry archie series. But apart from this one, which is an Imperial brown ale, the other seven are all Imperial Russian Imperial Stouts. Hmm. So it does it make, I wonder why. Is it because this is just the newest one, and they decided to start doing a different style, or is there something about the flavors that they figured would work better with a brown ale than a Russian Imperial? Mm.
0: Well, I mean, uh, I think um, Jeff mentioned um, last season about how uh, dark uh, dark beers, particularly stouts, are very uh, they're very good for um,
2: adding in different flavors and
0: sort of they're a good blank canvas, I suppose.
2: Well, in fact, well, they're in fact not a blank canvas, which is the whole reason mm. why you can add flavors to them. So they're already quite deep and rich flavor-wise, and so you can kind of add stuff to them without whatever you're adding completely annihilating the base of what's there. So that's why chili pilsners, for example, don't work very well. Um,
0: what Jeff said, um, and kind of bits of what I said, but mostly what Jeff said. No, 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 it's a team effort. But mm. mostly me, you're right. up. Um, <laughs> um,
1: all right. Uh, what are people actually saying about this beer then? Yes, what? that's right. We should uh, we should definitely do the thing that is the format of the podcast.
0: Exactly. Well, we got we got format because you know it's a beer drinking podcast, but we need
2: format. So Ron, you great creamy chocolatey tasting brown ale. Purchase at Varsity Liquors. Interesting, because, like, most people at Varsity, or at least for the first bit of Varsity, aren't legal to drink. So that's, that's an interesting name for a bottle shop.
1: Mm-hmm. 4.25 out of 5. Yep. Uh, well, Mars at the Archive has given it a 4. N- not a 6. No a 6. Right.
0: Uh,
3: the, the Archive, I've heard of that place. I've heard of that place. Yeah. yeah. So um, Madeline M. at Lewis Bar and Grill, Grill with an E, Amazing! All caps exclamation mark. This is my dessert, creme brulee emoji. Love the toasty flavor with the custard sweetness exclamation wait, mark. Wait, Bravo! Wait. All caps. Wait, wait. There's a creme brulee
2: emoji. Yep. Wow. I don't know how we've missed it. Or is it a creme caramel emoji, or are they the same thing? Oh, I don't know. I. Th-
3: it looks like a creme caramel emoji. Creme brulee's got the um the like hard toasted caramelised crust on the top, right, whereas the... Yeah, mm. but it usually comes in a pot,
2: whereas that looks like it's, yeah. like, yellow yeah. on the outside. that's yeah, yeah. More,
3: more of a creme caramel, you yeah. right. Yeah,
2: but, like, but yeah, but it, I mean, it could be a creme brulee just, like, taken out of its pot. Mm. So, yes. yeah, I think it works for both.
3: <laughs> anyway, um, Madeline gave it 4.5. <laughs> uh, you're, you're back with the
0: Bronze Oak Emoji Collective? <laughs>
2: um, oh, somebody who doesn't like it. Ryan H. at Snacks Bar and Grill... They managed to replicate my least favorite part of creme brulee, the burnt sugar. (laughs) Well, that's an awesome part of the creme brulee. That's the best part. Yeah, you're just wrong. (laughs) Burnt sugar.
1: (laughs) Sorry, man. Uh, So Colin D. uh, Overall, a boozy brown ale that drinks like a heavy porter. Full-bodied, nice sweetness, chocolate, and dark roasted malt flavors. (laughs) 3.75. Drinks like a six.
3: Drinks like a six. Um, Brad G. at Kettletop Brewhouse. Holy cow, I never thought I could drink my favourite dessert. There it is, four stars. I didn't really think anyone would have a favourite dessert as being a creme brulee. No, no.
1: The trusty S at Misty Meadows Man Cave. (laughs) Uh, Boozy creme brulee, hard to argue here. Not overly sweet for a dessert beer. It's well done, 4.25.
3: Jill S, also at Stacks Bar and Grill. Um... Burnt ass, nasty, gross. Why do people drink this stuff? 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's another one of those things, isn't it? Well, if you don't like creme brulee, clearly you're not going to like something that try and replicates mm. that burnt caramel kind of flavor. Like, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, this is one that makes no sense to me. Jeff. Good, but not as good as the others in this series. It lacks caramel, mm. vanilla, and roastiness. 3.25. Definitely does not lack <laughs> like roastiness. Yeah. No. Um, Adam S, better than expected.
2: Everyone gushes over Southern Tears version, and this is Wells better. Good caramel over a mild coffee-like base. Um, mm-hmm. I personally prefer Southern Tears version to this one, if I'm... if me, but... We need to try and side-bust Southern Tears version's sweeter. It is sweeter. It's also a stout, so I reckon it's, like, denser as well. But there's got to be a reason why they chose for a brown ale not a stout for this.
0: Let's see if it doesn't... Because um, no, it does, to get does raise a really good point.
3: Oh, no, sorry. So I was going to say something, but then I don't think it's what I was going to say, so <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> that was very specific. All right. Uh, what do we think about this? Um, I like it. Sorry, you go. I like it, but I definitely see how it's... I actually see how that sort of burnt caramel actually does taste burnt, but that's clearly intentional. But I see how that could um, put some people off, but... I really like that because it replicates the desserts trying to replicate. So um, four stars for me.
1: I think I'd give this a 3.75. I like the flavours in it, but I think the body for me is lacking. I think if this was a stout, I would like more. It just seems a bit thin for, for what I'm expecting from a dessert beer. Yeah, I agree completely with you, Carl. I think I think for me,
2: yeah, I mean it's good, but I would enjoy it much more if it yeah, I think it was if it was a stout and had a bit more kind of backbone to it. So I think three point seven five as well. I also
0: agree. It's it, it it's nice enough, but it's not it's definitely not a four star beer. Three point seven five is fine though. Very good. So that was remarkably easy. So we'll be up with another beer in just a second. and we are back with our last beer for this episode and it is it is the from the same brewery, the ducla or Bronco, the from ducla. the ducla. Ducla. the uh, from the pa- pastryarchy series it is an imperial pecan pie stout which is the seventh on their limited release came out just before this but you you mean the um, the uh, yeah the this kind this have this, you, know, you see what this is <laughs> yeah audio medium audio I
3: thought well, we just decided we're gonna live stream these podcasts from now um <laughs> yeah isn't that yeah. why we've got
1: Mario and Ben here Aren't they documenting it for for the listeners they're documenting something they're mm. basically they mm. basically
2: spent the whole time just filming each other I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Piece of Yeah, bullshit. they're playing Snapchat. It's,
1: it's, it's very romantic. And um, I suppose
3: one thing we didn't mention, even though um, we mentioned where we bought these beers were from, um, we didn't mention that they're actually specifically from Baltimore. Mm. So it's pretty... Um, uh, I'd like to think of Pretty close to DC. Yeah. Half an hour on the train. It's, it's DC-ish. Yeah. So and this- hey, you didn't get stabbed. All good. I did not get stabbed. There were no <laughs> wire-like incidents. <laughs> i tell you what, on the train... Coming through, you you go past um Baltimore and you're like, Wow, it really looks like the wire. Mm-hmm. It's um uh, it's a nice little how oh, it's random burnt out houses in that street and I'm sure there are nice parts of Baltimore too. Certainly. I'm sure, really. but I mean They're definitely out there somewhere. No, Though it, it So it's, they're not the bits that the train
2: goes
0: past.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we ran the train line through the shitty part of town. Just to make sure you never get off here. The train goes very
3: fast. It's all good. Yeah, literally one block either side of the train line. Beautiful. It's actually the nicest city in the US. Yeah. Nobody knows. No one would know. Um, Hello to anyone
0: listening from Baltimore. So this is the Imperial Pecan Pie Stout. And it is... Okay, the description goes, With our tried and true Russian Imperial Stout as our foundation, we continue exploring one of our favourite craft craft beer segments, Dark decadent beers. Some call this a full pecan pie in a glass, exclamation mark. Experience aromas of rich, buttery pecans, light vanilla and maple, and roasty espresso with chocolate from the base. The result is a well-rounded and
3: satisfying stout. Does any re- of that realize? So we're talking about people from um, Baltimore listening to this, and of course, if the people from do call a brewery, uh, listen John to John Travolta, Travolta
1: mm. dressed up as a woman, nothing. Oh, no, wait. We're not talking about Hairspray, are we?
3: <laughs> oh, we
1: can. We can. <laughs> we can. I mean, don't, don't stop now you started.
3: <laughs> wait. wait <that's>, we're not? <laughs> what I'm saying is that if they've used their tried and true um, Russian Imperial Stout for this, what made them deviate from the tried and true for number eight? It is a very good they question. May, they, may not listen. they may not answer after we just, you know... Some, but everyone, everyone makes jokes about Baltimore. Exactly, it's all it's, it's Baltimore.
0: Exactly. So, what do we think, people? First impressions. I think we need to go to Baltimore. <laughs> Look, I don't think we'll be allowed in Baltimore.
1: I know. I'm tra- I'm finding it hard to get over my hairspray joke. <laughs> I oh, think we're all I, it hard to get over. I, it. I believe that's you. And that was um, a joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. I've had a bunch of, like, I think we all have had a bunch of Imperial stats that have been Pecan, Mud Cake, or Mm. Noah being the Mm. most famous one. So I'm finding it hard to isolate this outside of them and not be constantly comparing it to Noah, which is Mm. one of my favourite beers that I've ever had. Don't you have all of,
2: like, the the last remaining things that are still called Noah? Don't you own them? Oh, I think I've got about (laughs) 14 bottles of it at home (laughs) Nice um
0: and I, I i always think the i i mean obviously it's not actually called Noah anymore, but I always feel like the weird part about the Noah is that i n- it was only after you said oh, it's a bit it's a pecan pie i didn't Noah seems almost like its own beast it doesn't seem
3: like it should be categorized as anything but Noah, but yeah, it is a pecan pie until the insurance company takes a takes them to court and they can't call it Aeon anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well they're, well they're not really an insurance company they're kind of well they're insurance brokerage sort of thing I mean because I was thing like one day then here's, here's 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 a good normal for you I was sitting at my sitting I was when I was in New York in February I was sitting at my desk once my, my screen starts lighting up with like Skype messages saying we're getting taken over by Aon the world is ending and I'm just like I'm about to give like a, a presentation to like a New York office and I basically got up and said well who we might as well not bother with this If we can taken over by this company we can all just like we can all just go home now so you know, yeah, no. got good old Aon. Good old Aon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But uh, well, I'm I'm looking forward to the day when um. So again, okay, what other combinations can you do with um? Aon becomes o- owner. Owner. Owner could work. I don't. I can't think of any multinational who could take that on. No nope. Nao? Now. 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 N- uh, I, I feel like sooner or later it's just um,
3: you know. So when I was in Lisbon in twenty eleven, yeah, it would have been January twenty eleven, and there was a street artist. I don't know who they are, but they would draw like lots of things, and it would just be like people and birds and like random things, and they'd all be have little speech bubbles, and they'd all be saying "now," that means something in Portuguese. I don't know what. If only we could look it up. If only. If only. <laughs> Well, it's definitely not going to be now
1: because uh, she is a singer from East London.
0: <laughs> so, in the meantime, um, Paul, Jeff, what do you think about this
2: beer? I like it. I mean, I, I although that's said, I mean, I think I also can't not compare it to the um, to other sort of Imperial the, Scouts. The, the Aeon. Oh. Yeah, the, the aforementioned Aeon. And so, yeah, I, I find it also a little thin-bodied, similar mm. to to the brown ale that we d- we just had. But this is... Now stout, it's not. Mm. So, yeah, like the flavors are there, but yeah, I'm still just not getting the, the kind of texture that I'm looking for. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm, uh, for, like for me, I'm, I'm getting pecan, I'm getting a couple of things. It's just, I would expect it to be a little sweeter for being mm. like a pecan pie. Mm. It's more of a pecan stout
3: rather than a pecan yeah. pie stout. Are you a pecan or a pecan? Yeah, not enough pie. pie. And now means new.
2: Right. So what are other people saying about this thing? Uh, so Rich A, overly sweet, not really any pecan or nutty really taste. sweet. Just sweet.
3: Nah. There is no sweetness to this. This is not sweet. Yeah, I
2: don't mm. know where that's coming from. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: Gwen uh. K at the Bria Creek Country Club, good stout, pecan taste is hidden. Also, no one can taste the pecan in this one. Uh. Um, 3.75 out of 5. I can
3: definitely taste the pecan and I can't taste the sweet.
1: No. Yeah. Oh, Seth L. After multiple sips trying to like this, something about it just doesn't work for me. First drain pour of 2019. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That he's is fighting huge. words.
3: Well, he's, he's, he's really drain pour.
1: Come on. I mean, that is beer yeah. It's def- definitely not a drain pour beer.
2: Come on, mate. I was pretty bad to be a drain pour. I mm. mean, unless you have a whole lot of other beer that you want to drink. I mm. suppose. Mm, Some
3: people not saying stuff. Not saying stuff. Da, da, da. A lot of people don't say much. Yeah. Right. Where's this? It's uh, here room. we go. Uh, Randall, yeah. somewhere other than here. Very, very good. Four point five. Um. Here we go. Chris C. He, at I don't want to work tomorrow. <laughs> um. But his glass says Foothills Brewery. Established two thousand and four. W- W-S-N-C. Yeah. Anyway, uh, love these patriarchy stouts. This one's not quite as delicious as the dark cherry pistachio, but it comes close. Oh, I'd like to place like that. Ah, purchased at Total Wine and More, Greenville, mm. which is somewhere that we wanted to get to, but um, oh, the city we wanted to get to, but ran out of. A, had to be culled mm. due to Tra- time constraints and train um, scheduling. Yeah, the train just didn't. The train we wanted didn't go through there.
2: It is pretty much universal, according to uh, the untapped fraternity, not fraternity, community, um, that there is no pecan taste in this beer. Like, literally, every Mm. second comment is, cannot taste a pecan, cannot taste a pecan. It's sweet, cannot taste a pecan. It's interesting. Because
3: we all said the exact opposite. Yeah. So, I mean,
2: they can't all be wrong. That's the thing. Of course they can. (laughs) They're probably not all wrong.
1: They can be, (laughs) but they're probably not. So um, we've got David G here at O-Section in uh, Bowie MD. What's that? MD. Mm.
3: Maryland? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Maryland MD is. Maryland, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, nice, but not spectacular. No pecan pie taste. Just a solid imperial stout. 3.5. Oh, here we go. Allison S. at Summer Beach. I'm congested, so this is a
2: disservice. Delightful pecan flavor, though. But not overly roasty. 4 out of 5. Yeah.
3: Mm. Um, Stefan A. at Leview good thing about stouts you can enjoy them even when there are no fridge in the room and this one is pretty good too 3.75 Ben S also at Ocean Place uh, smells
2: like a mix of chocolate and caramel tastes as if pecan pie filling was spiked with vodka 3.5 out of 5
0: that isn't
3: uh, I actually quite like that description yeah Dan T no location I had high expectations (laughs) 3.25 oh this one's so good Seth. Solid roasty stout,
1: but it's too hoppy. Not a whole lot of Imperial or Pecan or Pie. <laughs> wow. Whoa. That that is
0: dark. What what are they what are...
1: He, he didn't give it a rating. Okay. But um, too too hoppy?
0: Yeah. Where's like, where are the hops?
2: Classic Seth. S dogs. Alright, one more, one more, one more. Um, Ricky, at Hoppy Endings, tastes kind of like a nutty brown ale, even though it's a stout. 3.25 out of 5. Oh, I can that. kind of resonate with that.
0: Well, maybe these guys just gave up on doing um, a stout, and this one went straight to the brown ales, and they're like, well, everyone
3: thinks it's a brown ale. But it's, it's the tried and uh, true, is was that what they said? Yeah, they're
2: tried and true imperial stout. That's mm-hmm. what it is.
3: Right.
0: Wheel in this back. All right. Uh, give me out of 5. What do we think, people?
1: It's a three point five for me. I think it's it's all right. It hits hits a bunch of flavors, right? But for an imperial stout, I expect a bit more body. If this is just its stout, I'd have given it a bit more leeway. But I just don't get a big enough flavor from it to sort of
3: elevate it a bit more than three point five. Paul, yeah, I, think I seem to I seem to be 0.25 above on all this. I'm I'm giving it three point seven five. I do agree with the body thing, but I really like the flavour. And usually, I don't. I don't think it's that sweet. I actually really appreciate it. It's not that sweet.
0: Hmm. I'm not really. I'm not really getting the sweet either. But I, I can't give it beyond three point five. It's. I. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's great.
2: Yeah, I think three and a half. Like, yeah, I would drink it again, but. I don't think there's anything particularly special mm-hmm. about this one. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, not really doing it for me. It's let us down. So,
0: um, I mean, we don't need a decider, but um, mystery guest. Does anyone want to say anything? Yeah.
3: Any comments from the from this gallery? I tend to agree. It's a three and a half. Um, I don't think it <coughs> say it's an imperial. When you taste that, um, mm-hmm. I just think it's missing missing something. Mm.
0: Uh, agreed. Um, no abstaining over on the other side. Um, so three point five, brutal.
3: But also, you got to remember that the beers that we've been drinking as well. So there's been mm. a lot of a lot of good beers to compare against.
0: Good point, and we do have very high standards thanks thanks to the Noah slash Ion slash Nano slash. Nao slash... Um, and also Nano. Com- <laughs> Nano. We'll chuck an extra letter in
2: there. Why not? And all, <laughs> Why and the hell like,
1: not? Also coming off the back of Good Beer Week, like we drank a, a lot of amazing mm-hmm. beers over the course of the week. So. Yeah. We're very spoiled at this point. Yeah. So on that note,
0: I think we should finish up for this episode. Uh, this has been our our stop at Maryland and... Washington in the States. Uh, we have been the Brunswick Bee Collective. We have been Paul Christoph. See you next time in North Carolina. We have been Carl Campbell. Cheers. We've been Jeffrey Chi. Catch you soon. And we've been Chris Shorten. And we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>